Hello and welcome to The Positive Shift, a podcast hosted by Simcoe Addiction and Mental Health, where we focus on shifting perspectives on the journey of mental health and addiction recovery. Our goal is to create a safe and supportive space for those who are struggling and to provide guidance, hope, and encouragement. We understand that the road to recovery and self-improvement can be a challenging one. However, it's not something you have to do alone. Whether you are someone who is dealing with mental health and or addiction, we believe that every story has value and can help others feel seen and heard. Our goal with this podcast is to bring together experts and real-life experiences to provide practical and meaningful insights into the process of healing. We want you to know that you are not defined by your struggles and that there is always a way to move forward. We are here to listen, to support, and to offer a shoulder to lean on as you take the important steps towards a better, more fulfilling life. So let's get started and take this journey together. Before we begin, the content discussed in this episode could be sensitive to our listeners. If you are currently in crisis, please contact Canada Suicide Prevention Service at 1-833-456-4566 or dial 911. If you are in need of more information, please head over to our website, simcorehab.ca, and go to our resources tab to access downloadable PDFs, contacts, and guides. If you're looking for support and wish to seek treatment, you can email us at info at simcorehab.ca or call today at 1-833-304-8181. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Positive Shift. My name is Chrissy Mavritikos, and I'm the program manager here at Simcoe Addiction and Mental Health. In today's episode, we'll be discussing anxiety and how to shift your mindset to a much more positive one where you can understand, cope, and treat your anxiety. So I'm really hoping discussing this will help you figure out how to break free from your anxiousness and what strategies best fit you. So let's get started. What is anxiety? Anxiety is a mental and physical reaction to any perceived events, situations, or even threats. In small doses, anxiety can be helpful since it protects us from danger and focuses our attention on problems that may need to be resolved. But when anxiety is too severe and happens way too frequently, this is when it becomes a wee bit of a problem. Anxiety is also a feeling of fear, dread, uneasiness. It might cause you to sweat and feel really restless or tense. By talking about anxiety or even mental health in general on much more of a regular basis, we as a society will hopefully unveil those false notions that mask these topics. While these various topics get debunked, I'm hoping it'll help remove the stigma surrounding mental health. So before we move on, you might be asking yourself, okay, how do I know if I suffer from anxiety? Well, some symptoms can include uncontrollable worry, so feeling like you're constantly worrying about the past, present, or even the future. That hasn't even happened yet. Another symptom is feeling excessively nervous when dealing with situations or even events. Individuals with anxiety can also have trouble sleeping. 
They can also suffer from poor concentration, increased heart rate, upset stomach, and muscle tension. And a very important symptom I really want to talk about is avoidance. If you find yourself avoiding situations, please recognize that sometimes avoiding your current situations or circumstances can be a band-aid solution, meaning avoidance can be a temporary solution. If this sounds like things you encounter frequently, then I hope and I really, really hope that this episode will be super helpful for you to find ways to properly begin your individualized journey to better your mental and physical health. Hopefully this episode also helps spread some awareness on the topic of anxiety for those who may not really be too familiar with it. Since we've talked a little bit about what anxiety is as well as the various symptoms that can be felt. Now we'll dive a little deeper into finding ways to help you cope with your anxiousness. It's so, so important to have coping skills in place in order for you to help manage your anxiety. So for example, practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness is great for reducing symptoms of depression and anxiety. It can improve your memory, focus, and mental processing. It can also help with managing emotions while adapting to stressful situations. And being in a mindfulness state helps you focus on the present moment, which includes recognizing your own thoughts, feelings, and senses in that specific moment. And another coping skill would be engaging in regular exercise. Physical activity really helps decrease sensitivity to your body's reactions to anxiety. It can also help enhance your mood, improve energy levels, and promote good quality sleep. Avoiding things that may enhance your symptoms of anxiety. For example, caffeine and alcohol. Those are huge contributors to increased heart rates as well. So you may find yourself sipping on some caffeine like coffee and then your heart starts racing. Another coping skill would be practicing deep breathing exercises. Deep breathing during a period of mindfulness and meditation will help enhance your relaxation during times of really high stress. If you aren't able to focus, start with practicing your breathing techniques in a really quiet spot with your eyes closed, focusing on the present moment while relaxing your muscles starting from your feet to your head. Create a self-care routine. Implement some strategies for yourself. Don't be afraid to come up with ways that will benefit your mental health and well-being. Take a bath, read some books, go for a walk, get your nails done or paint them yourself, get your hair done or even fix it on your own, hang out with people who support you and want the best for you. And most importantly, Prioritize your happiness and make sure you are always putting yourself first. The reason why I mention this is because sometimes we get so lost in helping the people we love. But really, we really, really need to make sure that by helping your loved ones, you're not getting lost along the way. Now, I'm not saying don't help your loved ones, but what I'm suggesting is to just find that good, healthy balance just so you don't get lost along the way either. Finally, 
Seek the professional support if needed, a.k.a. talk to a therapist. Don't be afraid to get that professional help. Talking to a therapist is truly helpful. Since they are an outside source, you can talk to for your needs as an individual. Therapy is always a safe and non-judgmental space. And since we're on the topic of seeking professional help, one type of therapy that helps with changing or shifting thoughts and thought patterns and behaviors associated with anxiety is cognitive behavioral therapy, aka CBT. CBT is an effective form of talk therapy that's used to treat anxiety. Some examples of CBT techniques that may be used to help individuals with anxiety are identifying negative thought patterns. A CBT therapist may work with the individual to identify those negative thought patterns that contribute to their anxiety. So by recognizing these patterns, the individual can learn how to challenge and reframe their thoughts in a much more positive and realistic way. Another example would be exposure therapy. Exposure therapy involves gradually exposing the individual to anxiety-provoking situations in a safe and controlled environment. Through repeated exposure, the individual can learn to desensitize themselves to their triggers and then develop coping skills to manage their anxiety. Now, behavioral activation is another CBT technique that involves setting and working towards those achievable goals that increase the individual's sense of accomplishment and fulfillment. By focusing on positive activities and experiences, the individual can learn to shift their focus away from their anxiety. Relaxation techniques is another example where a therapist teaches individuals relaxation techniques such as deep breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, and visualization to help manage their anxiety. Also, homework assignments. Now, I know that really sounds like it sucks, but a therapist may assign you homework to reinforce the skills and techniques learned in therapy. This may include keeping a journal of thoughts and feelings, practicing relaxation techniques, or even engaging in exposure exercises. Now keep in mind there are several ways to treat anxiety. There's not one particular way, so if you find one way isn't working well for you, do your research or ask professionals to figure out what would help you best from an individualized perspective. For instance, although one option is cognitive behavioral therapy, another option would be seeking out natural remedies. These natural remedies could include exercise, which we talked a little bit about, mindfulness meditation, which we also kind of dove into, now herbal supplements, and aromatherapy. Herbal supplements can be used as a natural remedy for anxiety. Some commonly used herbal supplements include chamomile, which is this herb which has a calming property that may help reduce symptoms of anxiety. 
Valerian root, and I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing these correctly, this herb is often used as a sleeping aid, but it may also help reduce symptoms of anxiety. Another one is lavender. This herb has a calming scent and may help reduce anxiety when used in aromatherapy. Passion flower is another one, and this herb has calming properties as well and may help reduce symptoms of anxiety too. Another one is cava. This herb, and which I actually haven't heard of cava before, so this herb has actually been used to treat anxiety and promote relaxation, but it can have a side effect and should be used with con- caution. So please consult with your doctor before doing anything like this too, okay? Now, on the other hand, aromatherapy is linked to your olfactory senses, meaning your sense of smell. Some examples of aromatherapy for anxiety include lavender. So this herb, again, has a calming scent and helps reduce anxiety. Bergamot. I'm probably pronouncing this so wrong, but I have it all written down for myself to explain it to you guys. But this herb has a citrusy scent and may help reduce symptoms of anxiety and also depression. Uh, Lang Lang. This herb has a floral scent and can help with anxiety and depression as well. Frankincense. This herb has a woody and earthy scent and can help with anxiety and stress too. Another one is chamomile. This herb has a sweet scent too and can help with anxiety as well as insomnia. So I can definitely connect to some of the coping skills and treatments for anxiety since I too suffer from anxiety. Sometimes my anxiety is so overwhelming, but I find when I get into my healthy habits and my healthy routine, which includes, you know, helping reduce my anxiousness, my anxiety actually decreases and I feel a lot better. So for example, my personal self-care routine to help cope with and treat my general anxiety is really focusing on the four main pillars in my life, which is exercise, sleep, nutrition, and my social life. I've recently started adding natural supplements into my routine, such as magnesium and ashwagandha, which I take on a nightly basis and when I'm feeling most anxious. However, I take ashwagandha on and off, meaning I'll take it for one week and I'll stop the next. I've heard this is actually much more beneficial since I don't want my body to become dependent on a supplement to decrease my anxiety or reduce my anxiety. This is why I try to find other ways to help reduce my anxiety. So keep in mind, this is something that I do and that works best for me. So before starting anything, please, please, please consult with a medical professional before incorporating any supplements as every individual is built differently. So now that we've taken a mini journey through the path of anxiety, coping skills, and I've provided you with some examples of how to treat it by also talking about what I do for myself, Let's talk about the things in life that can be contributors to our anxiety and what we feel physically and emotionally. For example, genetics. Anxiety disorders can definitely run in families, meaning anxiety can be hereditary. 
Brain chemistry is another example. Some research suggests anxiety disorders may be linked to faulty circuits in the brain that controls fear and emotions. Now, I'm absolutely no expert on brain chemistry, but maybe next time we can have someone come on the podcast to talk about how our brain chemistry can be a contributor to our anxiety and how we feel. I think that would be a pretty dense yet interesting topic. Environmental stress is another one. Now, this refers to stressful events you have seen or lived through. Some life events that are often linked to anxiety can include childhood abuse, neglect, death of a loved one, being attacked, or even seeing violence. Drug withdrawal or misuse It's really important to understand that certain drugs may be used to hide or decrease or reduce certain anxiety symptoms. Anxiety often goes hand in hand with alcohol and substance use. Now, medical conditions. Some heart, lung, and thyroid conditions can be associated with symptoms similar to anxiety disorder or make anxiety symptoms worse, it's very important to get a full physical exam to rule out any other medical conditions when talking to your doctor about anxiety. So in today's episode, we discussed what anxiety is, how to identify it, some coping skills to implement for yourself, and how to treat your anxiety. So I hope this episode helped you shift your mindset to a much more positive one where you can understand, cope, and treat your anxiety. Remember, if you're struggling with anxiety, there are resources available to you, including Simcoe Addiction and Mental Health, where we offer 30, 45, 60, and 90-day residential treatment that is evidence-based and psychoeducational with our lovely master's level therapists and addictions and mental health counselors. Along with this residential program, there are other programming we offer to ensure your specific needs are met at the best of our ability. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Positive Shift. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and subscribe to our podcast. Join us next week when we'll be discussing another topic on the road to positivity. Thanks, everyone.